Hi, welcome to part two of our conversation series on worship, where we've all had the opportunity to sit in the lounge room uh, with our worship leaders, getting to know their hearts, getting to know uh, some of what makes them tick and their approach to worship, especially in this in interesting times of COVID when all we got to worship with and speak to is a camera. And so that was great. So part two is uh, we're gonna be talking to Ben and Jenny Irvine and also another special guest couple that while aren't part of our current worship leading team, they understand worship from a very different perspective to all of us. And so you're gonna enjoy uh, hearing from them and discovering more about what worship means to us as a church. You know, we know worship is more than just the songs we sing, uh, but the songs we sing are certainly a very prominent part of worship. As you read through scripture, uh, the importance of singing and lifting our voice and praising God is such an incredible, essential part of our Christian journey. So sit back, enjoy these new next two interviews, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye. Hi, this is um, Ben and Jenny, and they're one of our trio. We've got three worship leader teams, and I, I said you guys maybe represent the older of our teams. That's, that's probably fair. That is probably fair. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to take it. And so, look, firstly, before I ask you some, some questions regarding worship, um, what's it like to be leading worship to a camera? How, how's that going? I'm getting used to it, aren't we? Yeah. It uh, takes a bit of getting used to, but you know, after a while, after a couple of minutes, you just forget to see everyone. Close your eyes. And then you remember at the end, and oh, everyone's still there watching. Well, so, um, yeah. yeah. It's true. And you don't know what's going on around you, as you've pointed out. Children yeah. are in the background, or dogs are coming dogs, along. Dogs, children, but... yeah. We, we do enjoy every week just saying, is there a special guest appearance yeah, yeah. at the Irvines? And so, um, and so we just want to thank you. I understand it is, it is a unusual, unprecedented, uh, it is an unprecedented times we live in. And um, it's, a, it's, 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 it's challenging, but I think it's, we, we appreciate the effort you put in. You guys certainly have a very polished production. Um, uh, with your cameraman living in with you. Oh, yeah, uh, that helps. But I want to talk about worship, and, you know, I made a bit of a jest before about you guys being the oldest ones. Um, well, it's true. But <laughs> but I ask that because you, you've been involved in worship for a while. Mm -hmm. You've seen worship, you've been in a number of churches, you've seen worship music go through different seasons. And what, and so what, what got you interested in uh, your journey getting into uh, worship? You know, was it an instrument that you wanted when you were young and you never got then? Or uh, <laughs> to tell us how... <laughs> well, a little bit, to be honest, a little bit. Okay, this, this is an inside joke. It's now got to become an outside joke. Yeah. Tell us, what, why did we have a good old laugh just then? Well, I was just going to tell my story of um, how I... Uh, I always wanted to learn the drums, but um, mum and dad wouldn't buy me a kit. And then uh, I started learning the guitar, and then one day my brother comes home with a brand new drum kit. So it was alright for him, but that's for me. <laughs> so the joke's on him because I'd learned that anyway. <laughs> you play a number of instruments. How many instruments do you play? Oh, well, probably proficiently one, if that. Um, I can play guitar and bass and passable on drums. Okay. And, 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 sing, and, and sing. passable on piano. Yeah, really? a little bit of piano as well. Cool. 
So, okay, so now we can go back into, so you, you, you grew up learning instruments, and we'll get to Jen in a second, so mm. you, you, you like music. How did that transition from playing drums at home or to a worship band? Yeah, well, I, I was learning guitar at, as a youngster. I've always been in church. And so learning guitar and playing with friends in rock bands and things like that, it was just natural to, you know, someone one day as a teenager invites you to play guitar in the church band and then that happens. And then eventually, because it's church, you end up having to sing. I wasn't a very good singer, particularly first. It wasn't something I wanted to do, but it was just out of need. It, you know, no one was there to sing, I could play guitar, so... It just, it, it really just evolved out of that yeah. for me. But, you know, I was, we've been around, I've been around church and worship all my life, so it, it was just a very natural thing to get involved with, with music and, and, to, and to worship. It's just always been there. Mm. So um, why, is, why do you think worship is important? In, in, and I've already talked about with Joe and Laura that I know worship is a lifestyle. I know... I know that, you know, I'm more, more interested right now in the, the, the musical song dimension of yeah. worship. Why do you think that's important? And you can both answer this. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to jump in on that? I'm just doing all the talking. Yeah, well, there's probably a lot to it. Um, part of worship for me that I've come to understand over the many years of doing worship is um, like everything in our journey with God, it's a, it's a time where we can persuade our heart of who God is. And mm. so the words are very important in terms of what we're saying um, because we want to be speaking back to God who he is and the truth of who he is because our heart then becomes persuaded about that too. But... Um, when we put that information and that truth with emotion, that's what writes on your heart. So music is such a powerful mm. way of um, bringing emotion up for yeah. us. And so put those two things together and we start writing on our heart the truth. Mm. So we do need to um, make sure that the words that we sing are truth yep. because there yeah. are some songs out there that, you know, not quite they right. Can, they can be taken the wrong way. Yeah, all of that. Be, yeah. yeah. Um, but what a powerful, another powerful way that God has um, made us to be able to then connect with him mm. at, at such yeah. a deeper level. Um, and so I can't say that I've understood that for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, when, uh, in times gone by, growing up, some, sometimes emotion was seen as a negative thing like yeah. oh you're whipping up emotions yeah. tight but I think music is an emotional language why is so much of the Bible written as songs or as poetry or as creativity um, God and the way that he communicates is powerfully through emotion so I don't I look back and I think yes emotion on its own as, as hype mm. is a dangerous and a pointless yeah. thing yeah. but when you connect that emotion with the truth which music, particularly music that we sing, words that we sing, can do in such a powerful way, then then it's one of the most powerful ways I think we can do that. When we really focus in, we really make that connection. For sure. Mm. And I think it's really important. Yes, um, it's got to connect to your heart, but it's got to be truth. 
Yes. Yeah. And yeah. There's a lot of romance love songs out there that connect to your heart. Uh, and it's based in some fleeting truth. Mm. You know? yeah. uh, but we've got God's truth. Yeah. And I think if we can bring those two together, and, and worship does that beautifully. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so, Jen, you grew up in the church? Grew up in the church, um, quite a musical family. My parents had a um, background in the Salvation Army. And, um, so you tambourine? Oh, oh yeah, you should, you should see her on the tambourine. <laughs> I'm not kidding, she's great. Watch this face. <laughs> I'm really out of practice. Um, <laughs> you're just, time it's riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, just reflecting on on my journey, growing up in church, we sang a lot of hymns, mm-hmm. and then there was the scripture in song period of time mm-hmm. which a lot Brown of people book, would yellow, yellow book, book blue book, book. yeah all, all colors, colors. Um, and so I think you know I, I've had quite an exposure and Ben would have had the same too in his upbringing um, but there was a love of music anyway yeah. fostered in yeah. my family um, but uh, there are those hymns and even we called them choruses from those books um, that come to mind today, you know, when I'm in a certain situation, particularly the scripture and song ones, it's like the Holy Spirit just brings it up because that part is truth and, and, and that helps me, uh, you know, to refocus me wherever I'm at. Um, probably growing up I didn't understand necessarily yeah, not, not the, same way. the depth no. of that. Yeah. Um, and then as I, you know, moved away from home and, and you know, the church culture of worship has, has obviously changed over our lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Um, so enjoying music was still, was still something, but there was an understanding, a, a deeper understanding that was coming about for me as I was becoming an adult yeah. as to what worship really was about. Mm. Was it just the singing of songs in church? Yeah. You know, um, just because you enjoyed a, a certain type of music. Yeah. yeah. So, and so worship's been, you, you, you've grown up as worshippers. And so, uh, and so when you sort of lead worship, and I know in the last three and a half months it's been really difficult for all of us in, in this unique COVID space. Um, but when, we, when you're together, when you're, what, what do you love about worshipping when we are corporately together? Is that something that you, uh, that there's, to tell me a little bit what you enjoy or hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And, and why? I guess it's a little bit different when you worship on your own um, and you don't, you're not with a congregation in that you, it's more, you, you're just focused, you're just one, one-on-one in that moment with, with God and you're just trying to tune into the spirit. I mean, that, that happens as well in a church setting, a congregation setting. But I guess when you've got the congregation there, you're also thinking about how, you know, are we bringing them along mm. with us in this? It's not just, you know, I guess some people would imagine it's just them and God just, you know, mm. praising, worshipping. But there's a sense of we're here together on this journey. See, see people respond in different ways. Yeah. Some people, you know, take a little longer to tune out the things we're going on and to focus in and some people just want to dive straight in you know, mm. for the first the first hit of the drums or whatever mm. um, I, you know, I used to um, I used to be someone who used to uh, I, I love singing love music but I used to 
I used to, I used to wish that the worship would finish really quickly so we can get into the real church. Thing. Yeah. And God had to do a number on me in that days because uh, I, I, I had a real revelation on, on the presence and the power of God and what worship does, the ability for us to, to lay aside our, our, our burdens and our fears and just connect through worship to the King of Kings. And so worship's one of my most favorite yeah. parts of church. Yeah. So I'm there and on the dot, ready to worship. I'll be join us. If you're just singing songs, that's true. You know, yeah. it's, it's okay, I've sung a song, let, let's get on to the meat of it. But when you really connect, and it, sometimes it's just, you're not in that space to connect, but when you really connect, it, it should be way beyond the song. The song should be, and the, and the performance, if you like, should be irrelevant at that point. Yeah. Because um, it's the connection that's happening, not mm. just the singing of the song. Yeah. Mm. And so sometimes it's hard, um, particularly when we're in our corporate settings, I mean, when, when, you, when you come to church on a Sunday, you could be going through a really difficult day or a week, mm. and um, yeah. it does take a little while to, for people to really just lay that stuff down. Yeah. And, and we, we appreciate you, you guys and our team's ability just to, to give everyone space to, to enter in. Yeah. Uh, and it's an opportunity. We can't make people. That's no, right. No, yeah. that, that's faithful together, isn't it? That's you, right. you can't. You can yeah. point people to Jesus, but you can't actually push them over the line either. There's sure. sure. always a choice, isn't it? I mean, God's, God's always there. Spirit, you know, is within us. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's our choice to yeah. step into that, yeah. really. Mm. And to come into harmony with Him. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love about the corporate thing. It's like how the Bible talks about when uh, two or more are there in my name. You know, agreeing. Mm. There's something about the fact that we are people who are all in Christ and Mm. and the power of agreement that comes. So if we're praying in agreement agreement with God about something or if we're singing these songs of praise and of worship and and really um, honouring him for who he is, that is so powerful. And as we look to him, I love that analogy of of the magnifying glass. Um, The Psalms talk about magnify the Lord all the time. Well, the magnifying glass, what does it do? If you you put the magnifying glass on something, it becomes bigger. And, And essentially, you can experience that thing more as you put the magnifying glass on it so we might come in the door having had a a terrible morning or or things aren't going well for us in life at the time but if we put the magnifying glass on to god we can experience more of what he has he's not withholding it from us but that is such a powerful thing as well and so it's exciting to be able to come together and encourage each other Mm -hmm. in that space And we're still not able to do that as a big group yet, but slowly yeah. we'll start to put yeah. things in place. Unfortunately, uh, our government's not even allowing us to sing together. Yeah. Um, and so we'll, uh, we've just got to trust trust God with his timing. And in the yeah. meantime, you can worship at home um, with, with your family or with yourself. or you, It doesn't really matter. It's just connect, you, the opportunity to connect to God. Yeah, that's um, right. It doesn't, you don't need live music, you don't need music at all. Mm. I mean, you can still just take that time to really quieten your heart and listen yeah. to what the Spirit's saying. Mm. Sure. Mm. So, at this, as we wrap up then, um, what is, other than Waymaker, <laughs> what, 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 
and um, and some of our church has seen the alternate version of Waymaker. <laughs> um, but is there a song at the moment that is really meaningful to you? It doesn't matter if it's new or if it's old. But is there something for you that as soon as you hear it or strum it or, or sing it, there's something that happens? I, you know, I suppose I've been singing this one for years, but I often just go to Jesus, we love you, and then Jesus, I love you. It's mm-hmm. just such a simple and personal way of connecting. Yeah. So there's not lots of words, which yeah. which is what I love because I don't have to think. It's just a it's just a personal yeah. connection. Well, I'll say one that's got lots of words. How about that? Um, I, I mean, it's been done to death, but what a beautiful name. I just, yeah. I think it's just a, a stunning. I mean, musically, it's a, be- a great song to play. Yeah. It's just really well written. But the words are so strong and so powerful. Yeah. And still, I think there's so many layers to that. Even if, even though it is a little long, even if we just take a bit of that and just dwell on it, meditate on it, it's, it's powerful. Okay, well, um, thank you guys for your time tonight and thank you for what you do bring every third Sunday. We all look forward to that. And uh, we're going to sign off from the Irvine household. And again, the same way we've got this magic of of technology, we're going to click our fingers and we're going to be transported. So anything you want to say before we go? See ya. (laughs) All right. Well, here we are at the home of Dan and Susan Armstrong. Great to be here. Great to see you guys. And I think we're about 1.5 metres apart. Is that our elbows? That's close enough. (laughs) And uh, we're here to talk about one of their most favourite topics, and that's the topic of worship. And so I think you're going to enjoy this time with us today. So um, thank you for having me in your home and a lovely cup of coffee and the chocolate cake that I got. Very nice. <laughs> so I want to ask just a couple of quick questions for you guys. And the first one is, why is worship important to you? Um, both at a personal level and at a, at a corporate level when we think about worship as a church. Well, personally, because uh, through worship, I can really express what I feel about God mm-hmm. and what I want God to know about what I feel about him. Yep. And and that can take place as I worship. And as I just, uh, because then I can express with my voice, I can express with my emotions. And I, I, I just, when, when I'm worshiping, I'm, I'm really sensing that I'm connecting with God. Yep. I'm connecting with the heavenly. Yeah. Mm. And do you worship, um at, at home, do you worship at church? What does worship look like for you in different spaces? I know, I know that uh, when I start to worship, it can throw off any other kind of mood that I might have, yeah. any other sort of feelings I, I have, like maybe even of, of sadness, or and and then often I'll I'll whistle mm. in in and worshiping. Yeah. And I'm sure many of you, when we, do you remember when we used to do church? That was like four months ago. But um, from time to time, you hear a beautiful whistle that would come from the front and uh, we sourced it and it was from this man here. Uh, just whistling as the Lord led. Yeah, and I'd, I would not, I would not even know and expect that I was going to start whistling. Yeah. But it would, 
it would well up within me. Yeah. And, and, and the, the welling up within me was trying to express to God just, just how much I, I wanted to tell him how much I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, yeah. And I know that often uh, when I just take the dog for a walk or something like that, and, and uh, I, may, I may be feeling tired, I may be feeling uh, a little depressed, but when I start to whistle, and especially just to whistle in a, in a tuneful way, something that I know uh, as, as, a, as a hymn or a song, it lifts immediately mm. from me. Yeah. The, any, any kind of heaviness that yeah. may be there with me. I think one of the scriptures say, put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Um, and that does that. So when we worship, it actually changes the atmosphere. It changes our our, our spirit. It changes our, our focus off of the stuff that's around us to the stuff which is more important to the stuff which is above us, which, yeah. is, which is Jesus. And so that's um, at a personal level. What about Why is worship important for us as a church? Well, because it, it, you, you get a sense of belonging to a whole body of people who are all feeling and expressing the same thing to God. Yeah. And, and so you, you get a sense of um, that you're not on your own in what you're doing yeah. uh, or how you're seeking to be a Christian, but you're part of a whole bunch of people who are lifting themselves to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and in in the same uh, act of worship, and the, and and to me that is an act of worship. Yeah. To to just be on my own singing or whistling or whatever else, it's just my myself doing. But but when I'm with a bunch of people and we're doing it corporately, uh, I get a great sense of belonging to something that belongs to the whole universe. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm. But we're still not too sure how long it is before we can get together and actually mm -hmm. sing together. We're still by um, the Department of Health says we can't sing together uh, mm -hmm. as, as a church community. And so our, our current form of worship, we've just got to trust God's timing on this and we will get together mm -hmm. and we, at, a to, at the right time and we will lift up our voice to God and join our faith and our object, our, our affection mm -hmm. to yeah. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but otherwise we're not just uh, op operating up in our prey, but we're operating in our spray as well and, and uh, that's why they don't want us to, <laughs> to see. <laughs> For those who missed that Dan saying that we don't want to operate out of our prey, we're going to operate out of our spray. <laughs> that's why I'm going to move back a bit now. <laughs> so Susan, worship for you, at a, at a, why is worship important for you? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a really a beautiful opportunity to really come into God's presence. Yeah. I find that when I, when I start to worship, Heaviness goes, um, a sense of responsibility and needs for other things. I've got this amazing ability to just focus in on what's been done for me by the work of the cross, and right. what's been finished for me and, and how much he loves me in order that he's given me this opportunity to draw close to him. And I feel really, really close to God when I'm worshipping. It's great. a really great opportunity to just get out of yourself for a while yeah you know yeah that's some great encouragement so you can you can do that and yeah. you don't need to wait till we're back at church no together. You, you can do can, that in the kitchen in the kitchen you oh, can do that any in room. the bathroom <laughs> that'll do that'll do <laughs> so so look, uh, thank you and the other question i'm really interested in um 
you, you guys have journeyed through worship over decades. Yes. You know, and uh, probably more decades than many of us have journeyed through worship. Yes. And you would have seen worship change in its form. I mean, when I started as a hymnal, then there was scripture and songbooks, then there was overhead projectors and then PowerPoint screens. And yeah, so worship has changed in its form. Music has changed, culture has changed, uh, style has changed. I guess looking in your, in the decades you've walked this journey of worship, what is it as we look forward that we can't lose? But what, what is the most important part about worship that is irrespective of culture and context and songs and books and screens? What, what is it that as a church that we can't lose as we look forward? Well, I think there's just a sense of corporateness is so important. The fact of belonging to a bunch of people who are commonly sharing our love of God. Yeah. And, and you, you can do that in all kinds of mm. uh, acts of worship. I, I remember when I first became a Christian and, and I, had, I had no nothing to do with church culture at all. The thing that, that uh, blessed me and helped me more than anything else was just coming to the church and, on, and seeing, and, and it was always just four hymns interspersed with mm. little bits of pieces of this. Mm. But even, even in this, yeah. when I'm holding the hymn book mm. and, and seeing those words and then being able to express them and sing them out with a whole bunch of people really gave me a, a sense of the presence of God like nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and irrespective of the mm. kind of singing, the kind of songs, yeah. the, the, whether you had a, an organ that squeaked and rattled or whether you just had uh, voices or whether you had a great gathering of people, there was always that sense of, I belong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to lose... Um, I think when the charismatic renewal hit Australia and it hit with a big bang, uh, it was like a really a, a, something that God just sent down. Um, it was a visitation, I believe. Mm. And we learned how to worship. We, 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 we'd always sung and we'd always praised, and I'm sure there was always anointing over it. But we went into, into praise and worship that caused healing to happen without any healing being mentioned. Yeah. And in some of the third world countries we've been in, we've seen demons screaming out of people mm. as they worshipped. Yeah. We've seen little children um, falling down under the power of the Holy Spirit during worship without anyone touching or in, in any way um, promoting mm. that yeah. um, because it wasn't, hadn't maybe happened in other times. Yeah. But I, I just think worship is like a key. It's an open door. And we can go into that door. There are people on Sundays who open that door, others who just go, go through the motions. But if you really open the door to what worship is, you'll have a personal experience of what God wants to say to you and wants to do in you. I sense that every time and also in communion. I sense this is a special time when God is specially talking to you. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's far more than a song that we sing. Oh, it's not about oh. singing or clapping yeah. or dancing. It's yeah. about our hearts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's important too uh, uh, to be able to sing things that you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so, some of those old 
old hymns, whether Charles Wesley's amazing songs with, with uh, the most tremendous theological implication. With, with all of it, it's, it's having that sense of, mm. of uh, seeing something that you can express and feel and, and, and tell to God and you can do that through songs that you've known over periods of time. I think it's important to be able to sing. Uh, I mean, of, often we have new songs and new songs and new songs. But I think it's really important to be able to sing some of the things that you've sung down through the years. Yeah. They have within them the, the memories of, you, of your relationship with God, the memories of your relationship with those around you. But also, you're expressing words that you're understanding and feeling and sensing. You're lifting these to God yeah. in, in understanding. Yeah. And so, like we found when we first started to, to go to uh, Aboriginal communities, uh, we, the, the people that we went to were were a, a, they were a verbal people. They were, they didn't read or write or anything like that. And and they, we taught them some of those scripture in song, mm. that that was actual scripture, but in song. And so they got the twofold thing. They learned some of the great, glorious truths that they would then take into their hearts, into their minds, into this, but and then offer them. These same things, same things back to God, mm. uh, sharing their salvation, sharing their relationship, sharing becoming new creations. All these things that they began to learn and then begin to s sing them in their understanding mm. and from their hearts. And uh, and so, you know, we've we've felt that, and I feel that to sing these things that you come to understand yeah. make, make them become part of who you are yeah it's very good mm -hmm. look as, as our time comes to a close i've just noticed you've got your bible open and so why is that it's because i want to express to god and express to you mm. what i feel about worship uh, I, I love to worship in any way any way possible whether and uh, whether i'm singing it with, with uh, sadness in my heart or whether I'm singing as Dancing Dan. <laughs> sure. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with a harp and lyre, praise him with tambourine and dancing, praise him with the strings and the flute, praise him with the clash of cymbals, praise him with the sorts of resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise him praise with a whistle. Yeah. God bless and God praise. Wow, that's that's awesome and what a what a great scripture to end with, yeah. And uh, if you've got breath out there, yes. if that's you, I'm sure it's you, 
we've got a, a <laughs> responsibility and an encouragement to praise him. Yes. Whether it's your song or your whistle or, yes. or whatever you do, the, the goal here is that we praise, we worship Jesus because he's worthy of it. And so, uh, hey guys, thank you so much for opening your hearts and your, your, your Bible uh, to us and what God's been doing in your lives. And we are looking forward to when we can get together with these guys, all of us together. And uh, also, I'd encourage you, when we do church, come nice and early. Come and join us from the first strum of the guitar and worship with us together as we connect with God's goodness and grace together. Mm. How good is that? Mm. God bless you. Amen. Bye. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Very good. <laughs>